episode 85 of Slam City, guys. It's Ray Moore here, Mr. Mac, on a breezy day in New York City. <coughs> and, um... Mac is getting rid of a cold. I know. So I'm almost on the way out. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God, because, you know, in summer, if you're sick in the summer, that's the worst. Yeah, summer colds are terrible. <laughs> Not only that, you gotta be inside, you gotta... It's so hot, so it's like... You gotta sweat it out to, like, get rid of it, but also, if you're really hot, you just wanna put the air conditioner on. And that's the worst. But, yeah, another episode here talking about the NBA draft and what happened exactly to the teams that, you know, I've seen yesterday, actually, on who, who they picked them and why. Um, I guess I'll start with the first pick. I think it was DeAndre Ayton for the Suns. That was an interesting pick. Well, in the sense that I think everybody always picked that he's number one, according to the, the critics and the analysis and all the people that have been talking about it for, like, the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. But... This this draft basically was kind of like a, a big man's draft. It was like centers in the top probably three, four, whatever, and then going on into the draft. Because everybody wants to recreate the Giannis, the the Porzingis, the the Boogie Cousins. The, everybody wants to recreate those, the big man that can shoot and stretch the floor all the way out. Six six you know six eleven and better. 6'10 and better is, you know, what they're in the market for right now. That's true. Um, and I, the one thing I could say, though, is that, you know, looking at the pick-by-pick pick analysis and all that, I say they some people were happy, some people weren't happy. Uh, some people were, like the fans, for instance, were surprised when they did the trade with the Hawks and, and the Mavericks of Trey Young and the kid from Real Madrid. Um, I thought that was weird because it's such a high pick for a player that you don't really know if he's going to be good or not. Like, he's just supposed to be a shooting guard. And, and you just trade him. Yeah. And, look, I get it. Um, Luke Dontnich, you know, the guy, he's like 6'8", he's like 270, or I think 280, I think. And th- the problem that people have with him is that he's not really that athletic as a, mm-hmm. as a guard. So he might have trouble against some of these players and who's who he up against and everything. And they're gonna have to get him on the treadmill. He's gonna have to lose a lot of that weight. Yeah, I know. And not only that, he's got to get a little bit more athletic because this is a different league. This isn't like in the in the Euro League where you can just do whatever. It's all who skill. Who's got him? Uh, the Hawks got him. Oh, good. So. Uh, the Hawks got. Oh no, no, they trade the pick actually to the Mavericks. The Mavericks got him. See, that was weird because they traded the pick after they did the pick. For the um, because the fifth pick was gonna be Trey Young to the Hawks, and for Trey Young, yeah, like he's a he's a skinny point guard. Was he like six one? I think six two. Mm-hmm. He's not really that. I mean, I know I know he's not that. Like, he's a great shooter and everything, but he's not that guy who's gonna like wow you as much if he's not that explosive. And, and we've seen this before. Like people want to compare him to Stephen Curry and everything. Yeah, he's like six two, one eighty one. I don't know if he's gonna continue to grow, but. I don't think he's gonna be like Stephen Curry though. I mean, I, the kid's just really skinny. Yeah, the shooting. I don't see the shooting catching up. I don't think so because people understand when when Curry shoots, it's like a different feeling. Like when he shoots, it's great, but when Curry shoots, it's very demoralizing to the opponent a lot. He makes like a three, but it just feels like more than just a three. It feels like I'm gonna destroy you, guy three. Like oh, I make a three, and and your mind just starts to like oh gosh, here we go. It's gonna be all exposed. Like. I was what, funny because if like, you don't trust the shot, if you don't trust the shot to go in, then it really has no effect. Steph's danger is that no matter where he shoots from, 
it's legit. You have to legitimately cover him. Yeah. You have to. You have to go to where he is and stay on him. And it just affects the opponent's mind mentally. Like, it, like his threes are kind of like a poster dunk, kind of. Yeah. Maybe more than a poster dunk. It's just a different feel. I, I honestly think. See, this is just me talking, but I actually feel they're less than a poster dunk because it's a Steph Curry shot. There's nothing you can do about it. it, it yeah, but that's what makes it so demoralizing well, too. It's a like a block. There was something you can do about it. Well, you had yeah. a chance to. You had a chance to do something, and he, he just ate your food. A shot. He could have just ducked behind a screen, and his release is so quick. You're literally helpless. There's nothing you can do to get in front of it. He's pulling up from way behind the three-point line, so, like, what are you going to do? And then if you jump at him, he runs around you because he's a quick little dude. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I really don't um, I really don't have any beef. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, all those people who get shot on by Steph Curry and get a three-put in your face, don't don't feel any kind just, of way. Or they bro. feel disrespected because he does this, his little antics after a shot. Okay, that's different. Yeah. But but I don't really care if he does that. Like if you want to stop that, then stop him from shooting. Yeah, you don't care because it's not happening to you. Well, I, would, I would you know I would Chris Paul him a little bit too if I. I would, <laughs> you I mean shimmy? Like after that, he got injured then. Yeah, but he, he <laughs> lit him up for that one game. So I mean, okay, getting back to the draft. The Trey Young thing though. Um, I I mean now we gotta deal with this guy when he's on the Hawks. For like the next, I don't know how many years. I thought the Hawks already had a good point guard. Yeah, but they're gonna trade him away. I think. I think they're gonna tra- trade away Dennis Schroeder for this guy to be the one, you know, the guy be the main franchise well, player. Is is Trey a, a point or no? He's two? a point. He can't he's play two. He's too short to play okay. two. He's gonna get destroyed by shooting guards. Okay. And that's the thing. He's skinny, so I don't know what's gonna happen. Like he's gonna have to bulk up, or he's gonna have to grow two inches or something. You know, he's a young player, but I don't know if he can grow two inches. I know he's like nineteen. But we don't know. We'll see. Um, what do you think about what the Knicks did? Um, the Knicks is interesting because people were just, you know, people saying about, oh, you know, Michael Porter Jr. was getting the Mikel Bridges or whatever. And then the Knicks suddenly draft this rookie freshman from Kentucky named Kevin Knox. And for some reason on CBS Sports, they give it a C plus because it looks like they want Michael Porter Jr. because he had the biggest upside. Michael Porter Jr. is also struggling with injuries already. And he has a back problem. And it's a back injury, which we all know, I hate to say it this way, and I, I, I would love to be wrong for his sake. I hope he has a nice, long, fruitful career and a great life. But back injuries never get better. They never get better. They I, never get better. They I, only get worse. I remember when I had, like, back spasms even playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Just, like, because you play so many minutes and you get, like, spasm in their back. And it's, it's incapacitating. It's, it, it sits you yeah. down. You can't do anything. I've seen dudes with back issues. They Once they have an issue, it's just a matter of when it flares back up again. But those slip disc and ruptured disc and all that stuff. Yeah, like, that's serious. If you're an athlete, that stuff never gets better. It never, it, it just maintains for a while. You have to like either get your back stronger so you won't, it won't happen or you just, you know, hopefully you pray that nothing, nothing happens when you play. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, with all the falling and crashing and... Mm-hmm. And also, if he, f- he makes a shot and he falls on his back, like... Yeah, that's, and that's not dangerous. to mention the fact that everything is connected to your back. So, your knees, your legs, mm-hmm. your, your shoulders, like, all that stuff starts going out of whack just because your back is messed up. I didn't want to take the chance on Michael Porter Jr. He's going to be good for, like, a couple years. I don't think so. I don't think it's and then those injuries are going to catch up to him, and it's going to be a wrap. Then Nick, and then Knicks are going to be like, oh, here we go, T- typical Knicks. They take somebody, gets injured, and now he's on the yeah. same Yeah, meanwhile, this kid that we got is younger, 
just as athletic. He's long. He's six nine. He just is only the only flaw I see in his game is defense. And but I, I think thought he's working. On, I thought he's working. Although he's not a bad defender, he's actually pretty good in isolation defending. He just needs to get no, he better just needs at to, it. Yeah, yeah, and I think Fizdale is the dude to do that. So I think we got a great pick. I think for what we want with Kristaps and him, and we add a, we add another All Star. And there's you know there's of course the rumors in the mill that. Uh, Kyrie Irving wants to come. I'm just glad we didn't blow a pick on a on a guard. Yeah, I'm 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 glad too because if we did that, then people would have been like, oh, here we go. The Knicks don't even know what the heck they're doing right now, just picking whoever. They were, I think they were gonna pick Colin Sexton though, but the fact that the Cavaliers picked them, maybe maybe they were gonna pick him. I still think they were gonna pick Kevin Knox. I think they knew from the beginning they were gonna pick him. It was either Knox or Bridges. And I think also he revealed it. Kyle, oh, Kyle Bridges. And Mikhail Bridges. I think they revealed it on April in the morning too. He was talking to them about. The Knicks, I think, and then he was saying like we, and then he's like, <laughs> I think he revealed it beforehand. Yeah, if no one noticed it, but I think he knew it was gonna be a Nick probably. They probably told him they were gonna I, pick him. I, I like the pick. I think we needed an athletic forward. He's six nine. He's two fifteen. He's, he's only eighteen years old. He's not even nineteen yet. Which means he's gonna get way better. And they got a young quarter next now. You got an eighteen year old in Kevin Knox. You got a nineteen year old in Frank. You got a twenty two year old in Porzingis. Mm-hmm. If that's your core right there. That's good. You can good. grow. You can develop. And yeah, Knox can be. Trey Young is is young. Trey Trey uh Burke Burke Trey is Burke young. Is young. Yeah, he's still young. Um, you you so you got you got a one two. If you put Hardaway in the starter and put him in as a two, he has to play well though. Hmm? He has to play well. I think they're all gonna play well. Well, for, well, Hardaway gotta play well because if he doesn't play well, they gotta he's gonna hear it from Knicks fans. I don't think there's any. I I want to give Fizdale the chance to do what he wants to do. He sees potential in Moutier. He, you know what I mean. He likes Burke. He, I, I, I see what he's doing here. There's so many guards, though. We, yeah, but they gotta we, trade one of we, them. Of away. course, of course, they're going to. Of course, but which one it go. is, though? Are they gonna trade Burke? Ba- you package, you package Baker, you package. I see. I was ready to get rid of um. Oh my God, what's this guy's name? What's this guy's name? Dotson. Forward, not Dotson. He's not a guard. He's Hicks? A forward. No, no, no. He's been with us for a minute. Lance Thomas. Thomas, I was ready to package Thomas. I think he need a veteran presence though. You can't, you can't just let him go. Yeah, but he's he's a veteran. He could help Kevin Knox. The kid's eighteen. I I I trust the coaching staff to do that. Yeah, but you, need, you always need a veteran presence. I mean, if you don't have that, I don't you're, consider you're him go a veteran presence. A veteran presence for what? Like, what has he done? He's kind of like a leader for them. I've seen him like blown mad shots and <laughs> mess stuff up left, right. And he center. plays hard though. However, however. <laughs> I want to give everybody a chance under Fizdale. Yeah, so I let's want to see, see what, what Fizdale can bring out of everybody on the team because Lance Thomas has shown signs of really getting it popping. So you don't trade. Maybe you send a few down to the D League. Let's see what we got. You know what I mean? In the G League. The no, G League. Like, no, they call sorry. it now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that even means. I had to ask you this before we get more on this Knicks stuff, and I got some stuff about um, Kevin Knox is interesting. If you had to choose between getting a, a back injury or a, a knee injury for the rest of your life, what would you choose? A knee injury. Yeah, I think I would choose a knee injury. A so. knee injury over a back injury? Yeah, yeah, I would choose a knee injury. I'd rather have a limp than not be able to stand up. That's true. I'd rather just be limping for a little bit or crutches for a little bit or, you know, amputate and they take the leg as opposed to they can't replace your spine. That's true. That's like your your nerve and everything. Yeah, that's everything move. happening over there. Like it, it, that. That's like a no brainer question to me. And we just so happen to pick a guy who doesn't have any problems. 
He's got no health issues. And New York Knicks quote unquote fans were really booing that you didn't pick the guy with the with the back issue, the back and hip issue. Then they showed that kid back again? and hip issue. They showed the kid, the crying kid from a few years ago, the Porzingis pick. Yeah. Because remember how you felt about Porzingis, and the next thing you know, he's dunking he went, on people. He went like this. He went like he was looking at the screen. He was like, uh, I don't know. I think that's that kid was should booing. have to apologize. That kid just got to stop being on TV. They should have. He should apologize. He should have to a year later when Kristaps is like our franchise player now that Melo's gone or a, or a champion at least. Hopefully, no. He's our franchise player. He's our guy. He's the guy we're all leaning on. He's the guy who makes the posters. He's the guy in the front. He's the guy with whose jersey sells out the most. He's our guy. And now everybody who booed him should have to apologize. All of them. Yeah. Because I, I don't even know what Spike Lee's reaction was, actually. I didn't even see his reaction, actually, when he did the pick. I think he was he was on some, I, let's trust Phil. <laughs> let's tr- let's I was on that same wave. I can't even knock him. I was thinking to myself, I'll trust Phil. I didn't know that Phil was going to be asleep at the wheel, and he didn't even really draft Kristaps' staff did, but he didn't. So I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm chilling. That's typical for He Frank, just wanted, he wanted to get fired. He didn't want to be there. Frank is a great defender. Well, so we gotta, hopefully he's a great defender. No, no, no. I've seen him. Well, we've seen him, but I'm saying he has to live up to that at least. At if, worst case scenario, be a great defender and be a decent offensive player. If you lock up Kyrie Irving, you are a great defender. If you can lock up Kyrie, and I've seen him do it on more. If you can lock up Stephen Curry, then you're great. No, Kyrie is handles all over the place. Steph Curry is a shot and a little bit of a crossover. Yeah, but, but you got to guard that shot. If you can't guard that shot and he starts to get on fire, it's a problem. Okay, let me let me say this. There is no guarding that shot when it's happening four or five feet behind a three-point line and, and yeah, behind yeah. one quick pick and roll. You can't do anything but knock the other so guy over. So he's basically unguardable, like Durant. Yes! That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's it's like the Dirk Nowinski that. shot of small of small ball. That's actually not a bad because you can't you can't guard Dirk's shot either. He's seven feet. He shoots with a a ridiculous arc. You can't and it's a step back. That's actually not a bad comparison. I didn't think of that. No, it's it 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 good actually. Yeah. Though a Dirk Nowinski just like a, a, small, a, ball. a small ball. All it take all he and his release is too quick. It is it's not like man. he needs to step into a rhythm jumper and you have a chance to get in front of him. It's like it gets quicker every year. All he does is he takes one step to his left or his right behind a pick and he launches. Yeah, that's really and quick. He's pro- and he's clear for like that. And he palms it too. If you look at yeah. what he shoots, it's not like, you know how most people when they shoot the ball, they put the fingers. They just roll, yeah, yeah. it's off the fingers. He actually no, palms the ball. Yeah, like, he goes like, he like and pushes it in. He, you, you have to, I've been watching Steph since the time he dropped 50 in the garden or something. 54, I think. Yeah, it was, it was either... Yeah, he dropped. He dropped like fifty something in the garden. They still lost. That well, that's game. the game where he. They everybody just knew that right. guy was special. But after I've, been, that game. I've been watching. But but and Davidson. People will be watching Davidson. They knew he was going to be. Curry playing. was telling. Yeah. Uh, uh, coach was telling us about that way before. Um, Mark Jackson. Yeah. Jackson was telling us that this kid was special, and nobody believed it. And Clay Thompson. And then he came. Yeah. yeah. And then he came to the Garden and dropped fifty four. They lost. But I've been watching him since then. Like keeping my eye on him. His shot is so quick. It's literally off in seconds. Less than a second? Could be. It, it only takes him the time between when he steps to the left or the right behind the pick. Once he steps behind the pick and he's got that little window of opportunity, he shoots. 
No one has the time to close the distance. You have to already be closing the distance when the pick is up. And not just closing the distance, you need to be on his chest for him to like not take the shot. Because once he can see the rim clearly and you're not in front of it, he's going to shoot and he's probably going to hit. So I'm not mad at anyone who gets a shot or gets it he, he gets a shot off on. It's an unguardable shot when he's shooting that quick. It's like Durant though, but Durant has just length. No, Durant has length and, and you can bother him a little bit. You can <laughs> get to him. He'll give you a chance to get to him before he shoots. Steph never gives you a chance to get to him. He just shoots no. the ball. And it's not anyone's fault that that quick hair trigger <laughs> chicken wing of a shot is accurate as hell. That's not anyone's fault. You can't do anything to bother that. So I know it's not he's it's not it's not if you can't guard Steph Curry, you're not a good defender. I don't I don't subscribe to that uh philosophy. If you can lock up Kyrie Irving, a man who dances on everyone and slides past everyone, if you can stop him from getting to the rim, that equals good defender in my book. Kyrie Irving, not Steph Curry. If you can stop Kyrie Irving with all those dribbles and handles and spin moves and he's just getting around everybody. If you can stay in front of him and keep get keep him from getting to the rim, that equals good defender. Not if you can't stop quick shot Curry, a.k.a. the human cheat code. Human cheat code in, in 2K, too. Dude. Just take a half-court three. It's <laughs> so and funny, though. It's so funny when you take a half-court three, he just makes it in, like bangs it in or whatever. It's just, it's just crazy, man. But... You know, going back to this kid. So here's some strengths. This is going to Draft Express. I think this was like a year ago, but they you got kind of drafted, so it's kind of the same stuff. But you know, he's a combo four, six nine. He has a six and eleven point five wingspan. Oh yeah, by the way, um, I think it was Mobamba. I think, um, he has like a wingspan like an eight. I think Jeez. or something like that. Who got him? Um. What team got him? Actually, let me see if I got it here. I might got it. I forgot. Man, I, you know, I was looking at names, and I should probably do this right now while we talk about this. Though, but I was looking at crazy names in the NBA, and Mobamba is one of them. Just call him Mobamba. Like, if you just call your son like Mobamba, just think about that. This would be funny. Um, he got picked by. I think he got picked. Oh, by the Magic. They got picked by the Magic. This is, they gave him like an A plus because he's like a he's a seven foot ten wingspan. So it's almost like an eight, eight basically. Foot, yeah, basically an eight foot wing. But that's incredible. Can he shoot? Um, uh, let me see. On the offensive end, he can make an impact. Apparently, I think he can. That's a, like a decent offensive game. He might gonna get better though. Um, but he's from New York City. He's mature. So if he got picked by the Knicks out, I, I think he would have just been at home. He's from like a Bronx native and everything. He would have been fine. But and also pairing him up with Porzingis. I mean, my goodness, y'all. Uh, talk about left anywhere. He he went early though, didn't he? Well, he went six. Yeah, we never had a chance. But I'm saying, like, he was with Porzingis. Whew. You talk about left everywhere on the court. Like, they would be, like, the twin towers of this generation, basically. They'll actually be more efficient than Cousins and Davis, I think. I, I uh, believe so, too. Because just, it's just defense and left and everything. I, I think that would have been crazy. But, yeah, uh, going back to uh, Kevin Knox here. He's, like, a fluent athlete. could finish above the rim and transition in half court. He's, like, a lob person. You can lob shots at him and he'll, he'll finish it. Um, he's a multi-positional defender when motivated. He has good feet, so he, he can use his solid reach to alter shots. He had 21 steals and one wait, 2.1 steals and 1.3 blocks. I think I don't know if it's Kentucky. It might have been the year before before he got to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Let me see what else is here. He's fluent to attack the close on space. Best when at the four. So when he plays at the four, he's actually more efficient than at the three. Should be interesting. Maybe you play small ball, then you put him at the four, and you put Porzingis at the five. Be interesting. Who are we talking about? Uh, Kevin Knox. Oh, all right. So it's interesting. Yeah, he's an excellent rebounder. And yeah, he's a bit, you know, he's like a, he could average probably like 10 to 11 if he puts into the work. How tall is he? He's 6'9". He's probably going to grow to like, he might grow more because he's only 18. He might be like 7. 6'11". Okay, at worst case scenario, he'll be 6'10". Right. Which is still tall for a small four. He might be power four. He could play small four, power four, guard, shooting guard, guard, point guard maybe because he has good feet. He might be able to play all five positions. That'd be insane. Yeah, or six nine, six ten. Six ten. I mean, he he yeah. has the tools. That's all I'm saying. He's he's a prospect. Like people gotta understand, he's just a prospect. He's 18 years old. He's not 21. He hasn't been matured or anything. He has time. Now the weaknesses though, he's only like 200. You know, it says 206 here, but he's like 215 right now. So he has to get a little bit stronger, get bigger. That'll happen. Um, his border is very up and down. Looks interesting on the floor. Doesn't always sit down and defend. Uh, floats on the perimeter offensively. Needs to play with a high motor, defend, rebound, fly. Um, he's going to have to be just better on three-point shots. So he has to work on his three-point scoring. But what I've been hearing is that he could be a pure scorer, which is good because we need that. He just can't be presenting a scoring. You see somebody else who can score and take the load right. off of him. And you have Haraway too. So I think so if – You open the floor up. Yeah. So if he could give you – I think potential-wise, he could give you twenty a 20-point 20 score – He's probably gonna be an all star. So what are we looking at as a as a starting five? What do we what do we got? Well, he has to apparently to I think Scott Perry needs to earn the position, like earn the starting lineup, or earn the starting or whatever. Bro. Over you know, who? I, I mean, who's the smart forward right now? That's my hope. Lance Thomas, Michael Beasley, probably if he signs Beasley back. If anybody, if uh, he signs back. Uh, yeah, he might have to earn Michael Beasley or whatever those guys. I mean, but I think he's gonna be a starter. Yeah, he's gonna be playing the summer league, which I want to see. Totally. I want to. Yeah, I want to see how he plays in the summer league against other guys, and if he's efficient, if he's smart, if he knows what he's doing. We'll see what he does. Mm -hmm. um, starting line might be like uh, maybe Frank. Maybe we'll see. He might have to earn it over Trey Burke. I want Burke is the point. If Trey Burke's still on the team, though, he will be. So who's not gonna be in team? Moutier? Probably or Dotson. Nah, I think Dotson's gonna stay. I think he can make him to like a, a legit three and D guy. Like a Danny Green and and uh, who's all the three D guys? I think How many Danny players do we have? Do we have to get rid of somebody? I mean, Kyle Quinn just opt out his contract. Yeah, he can he's go. Not, we he doesn't want to be part of this stuff. I'm gone. I'm we, out. we just got a center though. He can go. Yeah, I was never that high on Kyle Quinn. To Spe speaking of that center, there's those one weakness I found in the center, and this is getting ridiculous. It says here that the center. Hold up, hold up, let me see here. The center doesn't really know how to play. As a weakness. Who said that? <laughs> so Draft Express son doesn't really know how to play. That just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> so what does that mean? He, he can't play basketball? Play what? Hopscotch? I don't know what that means exactly. So he doesn't know. Me neither. Doesn't but make the problem sense. with the center that they drafted, he didn't even play college. Somebody, I saw, okay. I saw somebody call one of our picks the sleeper of the draft. That was the Kevin Knox. No, not him. Somebody else. Of the draft, like from some other team? No, ours, our pick. Hold on, I'll tell you in two seconds. Um, I think it was Jay Billis. It might have been Jay Billis. He said a sleeper was Kevin Knox. 
So I was looking at before we get into other stuff. I look at history of crazy names in the NBA, right? Because you know I said that Mo Bamba is a crazy name. C Mitchell. C Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Robinson. Oh Mitchell. Ro- oh the center. Mm-hmm. He said he's a sleeper. Mm-hmm. Pro comparison. But he didn't even play college basketball. Yeah, seven four wingspan at seven one five star recruit enrolled in Western Kentucky, but decided to forego his freshman year to train for the NBA. So he hasn't been sitting around. He's been he's been training. One of the biggest mysteries to enter the entire draft, Mitchell Robinson, is really high ceiling if it pans out. He's a five-star recruit, a number nine player in the 2017 recruiting class, seven feet, 223 pounds, and has a 7'4 wingspan. He's a great shot blocker and can become a great defender in the league. He's very raw on the offensive side of the ball, but he has a great size and athleticism. Could become a steal for the Knicks at number 36. Could be. See, that's a. See, the problem with these is it's, it's, it could be, should be, maybe. I mean, but that's everybody. Everybody's going through that. Undrafted well, Arizona. Everybody in the second round. What about in the first round? Is there a guarantee that the top ten are going to be great? No, no. because we've learned from history <coughs> that really there's probably like maybe a fifty percent chance out of those top ten that they're going to be a bust or they're going to be decent or they're not going to be as great as people thought they would be. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. That's just how sports is. I mean, the, you know, you draft these players thinking they're going to be great, and then a couple years down the line, you'll be like, they're not great anymore, or they're just not good enough because they don't have the mindset. Mm-hmm. Drafting is like, I guess you could say drafting is kind of like being excited in college, kind of, or maybe going some job place. I can see that, being being accepted in college. Yeah, I like, you know, you, you get draft, <coughs> you get Accepted depending on whatever it is, like you could be accepted, maybe the first person being accepted or the last person being accepted. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you gotta work hard for it. You could be accepted in college and you could drop out the next year or something. True, it's not good enough. Or you could be one of those people that worked really hard, maybe wasn't uh, you know seen as a great student, but then in college you, you become like this great student and you're like better than everybody. And the one saw it, yeah. And I think also comes down to also even jobs too. Like if you apply to a job, maybe there's like a certain amount of people that get accepted, whatever their grade is or whatever, but they do better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. So these players, it's all about mindset for them. Can they work harder? You can find your niche and just start like killing it. Yeah. You find that one specific field that you really love mm-hmm. and become like the guy. Or sometimes you can either switch your field and go somewhere else too. I've seen people do that before, even in their mid twenties and thirties or whatever. We've got we we. I like what we did. I'm just glad we didn't wait. Did we pick up any? Did we pick up any guards? No. We didn't pick up any guards, no, right? It's all no. it's all like forwards and centers, center. yeah. Two forwards and a center. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, I, I don't think we need a guard. No, um, we definitely don't need any more. We guards. Um, we got like five guards and and at least Six one maybe. of them. Ha- at least two of them have to go. Well, Baker might have to go, and Moody might have to go, and I think after that, at this point, it could be wh- whoever else is part of that package. Well, Fisdale said he liked Moody. He, you know, coaches say a lot of things. They like this you player. Said he was I like turn this player. That's why. That's what a lot of people say. Oh, I'm gonna turn you into this, and then they trade him away. See the him or Dotson. Dawson's not going anyway. He just got drafted. Dawson was drafted last year, like what, last year's draft. I, he got, what? What? When did he go? He in the second the round. round. Second round. Second round. But he's also. I think he really be a legit three and D guy. It's not bad. I'll take that. Okay. As long as you can defend and shoot threes, I'm fine with that. Yeah. All right. Be 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 our Danny Green. I'll be happy with I'll that. I'll be I'll be super happy. <laughs> okay. So here's here's the players I definitely want to keep. How about we do that? Okay, let's do that right now, though. 
Let me look at the next roster right now. That yeah, let's do that. Let me look at this. I'll, I'll say keeper pass. <laughs> keeper pass. Is that, or is it, is it, what do they say, newspaper, dump, or keep or something? forgot what it is. All right, let's see right now. Knicks roster. Keep or kick rocks. That's what we'll do. Well, this is, I think this is everybody here. Well, this is last year's roster. Well, I'll combine last year's and then the people they just picked up right now. That, okay, those people that we picked up, they're not going to get dropped, obviously. They're yeah, going to so be part of the roster. So we keep them. <laughs> and I'm actually <laughs> high on them. I'm actually very good with our picks. Yeah, I'm fine with them. Like, like, I, I think the I kid really can be a legit 20-point scorer, maybe an all-star. Me too. In my opinion, and you could take the load off Porzingis. He's not to do all the work then. And he's 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 a, another big, a kind of big man. And I like what his his personality. I feel like he's a guy who's not gonna be a party animal. I Chris think he's Dice really is what seven feet. Yeah, well, okay. seven three. Oh yeah, <laughs> And you could do all that stuff, right? It's crazy. Um, but this kid Kevin Knox, before we go into the roster, like his mindset is he just wants to work hard. He's not. I don't think he's like that guy who wants to party. I think he just wants to do his job. Do it well, be Especially great. Especially after he got booed on draft. Right? Yeah, you know he's motivated about the more Michael Porter crap. But then Michael Porter gets injured. What people gonna say then? Oh, uh, they dodge a bullet. I think he's gonna give it to Porter every time they play. I think he's give it to anybody who's gonna play. I think he's that that type of player. He's mentally tough. He wants to be. He's not scared of anybody. Mm-hmm. So he, he was gonna play hard regardless. Just like Frank too. But look at let's look at this. Okay, Chris Stapps you keep obviously. Right. And I gotta drop him unless something crazy happens no, or whatever. We keep Chris Stapps. Yeah, you, you can't just drop a seven three guy. I mean, my Who goodness, can shoot threes. and can handle, and he's probably gonna get better at handling. He can block, and it's getting stronger. I mean, would you be better. shocked in two years if he handles the ball like a point guard? No, no. Point forward, no. If he's pulling the LeBron, no. Is that seven three though, that's scary. He's gonna pass over everyone's head. And he's gonna be dribbling, and that's just crazy, man. That would be insane. He did a crossover and everything. Like, uh, Frank, you're keeping. Frank, I he's getting bigger. Taller, stronger. He's got to be a good defender. I see him as a two guard. I think he's going to be like equal dollar, though. I see, I, a, I see him as a good two guard. He might be a good combo guard. Do all, he could play point guards, shooting guards, small forward. I think I'll be good. Stop there. Yeah. Uh, Joki Noah, dump. dump. Somehow, we got to dump his contract. Of course. No one's going to take his contract. Why don't you just let him go? But then they're going to pay him more. Like, so I don't know. What? Just get him out of the paint, man. Get him out of here. Like, yeah, that's just a horrible deal for Joki Noah. I saw him working out the other day. He was dunking at the rim. <laughs> and somehow he now, granted, he did it a bunch of times in a row, but he's literally standing under the basket dunking. And somehow that was supposed to be impressive. How's that help us out his game, though? I don't know. Well, Ennis Kanner, would you keep? He can stay if he wants to. But at a better deal, not like some crazy deal. Like, pay yeah, no, I'm not going to give like, He's good, but he's not great. I'm going to save money for whatever free agent we, we may pick up. Like, if he's, like, your fifth option, I can live with that. Like, he doesn't have to be a guy who just scores 20 and 10. He could be no, 10 and but he does, 10. He, he is decent with rebounds. He is, like, a 10 and 10 guy, so I'm not. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm not bad at that. Yeah. Uh, That's Bates. why I said he can stay if he wants to because we have I think he wants to stay. Centers. I think he wants to stay. I, I Obviously, uh, he likes New York a lot, so he's probably going to stay. Just we have sisters, though, so. Whatever. Well, I think Quinn is gone, so I'm not I mean, talking about him. Oh, Joakim Noah. Talking about like no, I'm talking about like we, oh, we just drafted. Oh yeah, the draft center. center yeah, but he might not even play this year. And we got Hicks. We got another seven footer sitting sitting there chilling. He's seven there. foot Hicks. The, no, what's the white guy? Not oh, Hicks. oh, that Luca kid. Luke, yeah, the Lu- Luca, whatever his name is. He's seven feet tall. And I don't know if he's gonna stay though. We'll see. Um, Ron Baker. He can go. I, I like Ron Baker though. I like him, but he can go. I think I think the Jeff Hornacek thing just got to his head. I like him, but he can go. Yeah, he, I think he might have to go. 
Although I wouldn't be surprised if he stays. Trey Burke. Absolutely stays. Yeah. He's a, he's a sleeper. I think in four, per 36 minutes, he can average like 20 and 10. He's a sleeper. I think he can do more than that. I just, I just, he just needs to defend. That's he all. was leading the league in scoring in the G, in the G League. Yeah. I mean, J.R. Smith can do that? No, because J.R. Smith averaged like six points and he's still in the league. Yeah. This so <laughs> is crazy. Think, I, think, I think this dude, if we get him, he's like a walking bucket. Yeah, he is. You just, you just he's like him. a poor man's Allen Iverson. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a little less um, little less speed, but he's got he's got a great shot. Good he crossover. His crossover is dope, and he's got good court vision. And he, he'll play hard on defense. He does play. He does go in on defense. I, I really like. I really like Burke. So maybe so they're Burke set stays. at point guard and Frank and shooting guard and Frank. So I think they're making Frank a shooting guard. I just have a feeling they're gonna make him a shooting guard. With Timmy, who can handle? Forward. Yeah, who can handle? Or yeah, so a point forward. If he's six, seven, six, eight, they're making him a point forward. Mm-hmm. But that means Kevin Knox might be a power forward. Then if he grows to two more inches or whatever, um, Tim Haraway stays. He has to stay. I don't think no one's gonna take his contract. Obviously, no one's gonna take his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, what about uh, Michael Beasley? Take it or leave it. But I like Michael Beasley. I like though. him to stay, but I, I take it or leave it. He's a walking bucket too. I think he could give you a good 15, 16 points off the bench. He might win six man of the year if he played more minutes. If he, if he got his shit together, sure. Yeah, I think he could. I think he could do it. Uh, Courtney Lee. I like Lee, and he's an underrated shooter. But he's getting old. You gotta let him go. Uh, he can go, but I like again veteran presence. Kyle Quinn. He can go. He already opted out. He's gonna yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> let, him, let, him, let him stay that way. Emmanuel Moutier? Take it or leave it. You gotta go. I haven't seen enough. If we if we put him in a package, I'm fine with it. He's gotta go. Uh, I've seen enough already. He, he he just hasn't been the same since he drafted. He, he hasn't actually improved at all. That's why he got traded. Uh, Lance Thomas? He can go. Why you got hate on Lance Thomas? I don't hate on him. I'm just he's disappointed me by blowing too many open shots. Come on, he's our poor man's Kawhi Leonard. Let him be. Yeah, he's he's a poverty Kawhi. <laughs> that's that's messed up. You can't say that. I just I at least he gives you at least he gives you defense and he's only he actually our best defender. Who, who's a better better defender besides him and Frank? Frank's a better defender. Then Lance? Yes. Well, yeah, because he's younger, obviously. He's a be- he's just a better defender. But is he smart? He blows open shots, man. I can't do anything with a dude who blows <laughs> open he, shots. He tries to draw a foul and stuff. He's like, yeah, it's awful. He just, he just blows. He just too many mistakes. But he plays hard. It's like Kylo Quinn. Yeah, but I don't care Kyle how Quinn plays hard, hard you run if you're running in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about that Luke Corn? Oh, Luke Cornyn. That's his I name. Keep him. I like him. Uh, he I might just he might go down to G League. Be honest. And he's young. He might he might go just go back to the G League and just. Wait and wait and see if he gets his potential. I mean, his chance again. Troy Williams. I'm undecided. I don't even know him like that, actually. That's why I'm undecided. Okay, Dotson. Dotson can stick around. He has to stick around. He just, he, you know, he got he to gotta get more playing minutes. We got to see what he can do. If he could be a 3 and D guy. Coaching. It's coaching. See, here's my thing. It's there, all there's very few people who I'm just kind of like, get him out of here. <laughs> on, on our team, there's very few. It's maybe like the lack of balance in certain positions and the fact that we have more guards than we have big men. But I'm not, I'm all the way around not displeased with our team. I kind of want to see what Fizz does with what we have before we start. Is there pressure on Fizzdale? 
Not really. Like, if it was Mark Jackson, would it be pressure? No, because everybody knows he's stepping into a new situation where everybody is starting over. It's true. We got a bunch of young players. Mm-hmm. They were poorly coached before he got here. Like, it's well, they were poorly coached. I mean, the guy, Jeff Marks, I don't know what he does at the second half. He just looks like he's stunned. Or yeah, he's, and we, we compete right up until the second half. This and guy's always he's upset. He's change that mindset, but he's got young dudes who are young enough that he can instill something good. And he's always upset. Who? My horn attack. I don't know why. As soon as the game starts, he's upset already. I don't know, man. I think that was just a bad hire from the beginning. I feel like he was already in a situation where he was going to get fired after the first year. When, especially when Phil Jackson was gone, he was going to be gone. Yeah, I saw that coming, too. It was meant to be. Um, but hopefully they turn around. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, what about Isaiah Hicks? Hicks can stay. He's a young dude. Jared so Jack? He's got to go. <laughs> Why? He's only 33. Move him to the bench. Let him coach. Maybe he could be assistant coach. Yeah, sure. Or he's might go on there. He might go back to Golden State. Just get him off the court. He could go go back to Golden State. Put him, make him a, put him a part of a package where we trade. <sighs> Hopefully. Well, I don't know. I think Knicks got so much they gotta think about. They gotta think about what they got with Kevin Knox. They gotta think about what they got with the other center, uh, Mitchell Robinson. They also gotta think about what their system is gonna be offensively and if, defensively. In Fizz, we trust. Do we really trust them? defensive-minded, the stuff he did on the Grizzlies and what he turned those players into, yes, I trust What Fizz. about the offense, though? I trust Fizz. The, Grizz, the Grizzlies were... What type... Well, the thing is, he did it based on their roster that they played through Gasol and everything, but what are they going to do offensively with this roster? Well, see, that's my point. This roster is more offensively talented than the Grizzlies were. We have a more offensively talented roster than they had. It's true. Look what he did for Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay was on Memphis? He yeah. was before. No, what? Who, who's the who's the, the the point the point guard that they had? Mike Conley. Yes, he turned oh. him into like the guy. But yeah, he just can't stay healthy. He's that's like, not uh, that's not Fizz's fault. Well, it is his fault. And he also had problems with Marcus Saul, which led him to being fired in the first place. That's fine. He, see here, he's dealing with kids. I just hope they listen to him. What choice do they have? That's true. You gotta have players that understand his system, understand his schemes, all that stuff. That's that takes that's gonna take time. Yeah, it's gonna take a lot of time. I'm not expecting I'm not expecting playoffs next year. Well, oh, I'm not expecting either. We got a significant. I think we have a significant boost in in everything. Oh. So I, I, I like the coaching. I like the new the new direction that the uh, front office is going in. We got a bunch of young players ready to be developed. It's a good look, man. It is a good look. And hopefully the summer league, we'll see what Kevin Knox can do. Well, speaking of when does the summer league start anyway? Does it start in the beginning of July? Let me see something here. July. I hope so, because I really want to watch basketball. You're not a fan of baseball now? No, I've never been a fan of baseball. You know, Yankees are playing well right now. I'm glad. Don't get me wrong, I'm glad when we win. The Yankees are playing well, the Mets are still doing good, yes? Uh, no, they're not. They're playing they started sticking it trash up? since that start they had. They've been playing bad. Wow. Blowing games, game and scoring. Like it's a miracle when they score now. Uh, what happened? How did that happen? They were killing everything. It's just crazy, man. The first game is on July 7th. Well, this is Summer League at 7.30 on Saturday. So that's the okay, first game. I think it's, it's the first it's game. my Saturday night. Was it? When did the Knicks play, though? That's what I want to know. The Knicks play on Saturday uh, at 2.30. New York and Atlanta. There's my Saturday night. 
Yeah, it's a sad. I actually want to watch that game. I have we ha- I have to watch these games, and then they yeah, play on Sunday, and then Knox, they play on uh, against Trey. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say we're gonna say Trey, but who's gonna be point guard for the Knicks that game? Is Frank gonna be in the summer league? He should be. Well, he has to be. He didn't play last last he year's summer league. Be. He's so you guard Trey. Hey Trey, he's just so big, Frank, right he's now. He's gonna lock Trey up. <laughs> He's gonna outmuscle him. He's just so big and long and everything. That's the only problem I have. Well, well, everybody had a problem with Trey when he was gonna get drafted. He's gonna match up with these guards because he's gonna get killed by Curry. He's gonna get killed by. He's definitely gonna get killed by Irving. He's gonna get killed by Damian Leonard and just take it personal every game. Russell Westbrook. Oh my God. Everybody gets killed by Russell Westbrook. Yeah, but well, except Curry. He actually done a pretty good job against him against uh, um against Russell Westbrook. Like, his stats were, were like, pretty good. Like, tur- Westbrook had turnovers. He didn't shoot well. Like, Curry's not a bad defender. No, he's nobody a, ever he's said a, that. He's a above-average competitive defender. Um, He's done a decent job, so. Who else has he got to go? Like, Chris Paul. Trey, I'm going to go against Chris Paul. That's a, that's a death. Who's yeah. The, who's the – did the Lakers get rid of um, – Lonzo Ball? Ball yet? Nope. But the, I know his um son didn't get – I mean, their brother didn't get drafted, apparently. Jello. Yikes. So I don't know what's going to happen to him. He's going to play in the undrafted summer league and try out for the Lakers or whatever squad you got to try out for. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just have a scenario like one day you're going to have the balls be in one team and you're going to have another scenario with the, with the holidays because, you know, one of their other brothers got drafted. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be on one team. Yeah. There's going to be a matchup between the holidays versus the balls. That would be Call hilarious. The holiday ball. Oh, <laughs> that's what somebody said yesterday too. The holiday, the holiday ball. You're going to have that one day watch. Yeah, it's just, I just think that these brothers, they want to all play together on one team, which would be very interesting to see. Of course they do. And, you know, Lonzo Ball got bigger, too. Well, it was hard for him to stay small. He, he, he just got muscular with Kyle Kuzma out of nowhere. Yeah. He had to get bigger. He can't be a skinny guy anymore. Like, so he worked on that, forgot the shot that he had. Oh, just work on being more aggressive. That's his problem. If he's not aggressive, it's just easier to defend Ball. You're just going to make him be the shooter, but he won't shoot the ball because you want to pass it. His father has grown suspiciously quiet. Yeah, I know, right? Because maybe because his other son didn't get drafted. I or haven't heard anything from his father at all, even <sighs> before draft night. Like. If LeBron goes to the Lakers, he's got to deal with that guy every day. Every day he's got to deal with that father. Or maybe he just won't be there. Yeah, and there's that. So I guess i ended with this then. LeBron, does he go to the Lakers or does he stay in Cleveland? If Kawhi goes to the Lakers, I think he goes to the Lakers. What if Paul George goes to the Lakers? Then I think he goes to the Lakers. I think there's some rumors saying he just goes to the Lakers regardless if they don't go. I don't think he goes if they, if he's got no help. Maybe he just feels like this is more just basketball. I mean, just family. Uh, I somebody say maybe because of his sons going to LA and yeah, playing there. Possibly, but I don't. I don't. If if that depends on if he goes to LA, it tells me what he's resigned himself to for the rest of his career. Now he's just trying to be comfortable, and he's he's done ring chasing. He's I think he's done ring chasing. Yeah, we'll see. Because I always thought LeBron only get three rings in his career. If he goes to the Lakers, that. he's done ring chasing. If he goes to Houston or Philly, then he's not done. But if he goes to L.A., he's finished ring chasing. If he goes to L.A., he has to win a title, though. He won't. He won't. But the, that's a failure for him. That's the he, point. That's what I'm telling you. He's not going to win one going to L.A. He'll win one going to Houston. If he goes to Houston and plays with Harden and and uh, and, and CP three, but what if he they get Kawhi though? 
then then there's a chance that you know and Paul George somehow then there's definitely a chance that's a three man wrecking crew is it if they can stay healthy is it really a big man if they can stay healthy can they guard up Golden State with that lineup if they can stay healthy that's got Alonzo Ball too if they can stay healthy, they can lock up the two and the three position as far as defense is concerned. I mean, well, all we know, Brandon Ingram's going to get better next year, this season. I, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. If it's just him by himself. With that young core? Then he's done ring chasing. Are they a, are they a playoff contender if he no. goes there? They're if, not. If, if he goes? Yeah, if he goes yes. to the Lakers. If he goes there in contention. As a what, like a fourth seed? he's there. Yes, only because he's there. We got to see what Lonzo Ball does too, though. And Kyle Kuzma and Brandon Ingram and those other guys. One, two, and three. If they were left to develop and do their thing, then eventually, sure. But throwing him in the mix, they're going to start deferring to him. He's going to start demanding the ball more. When yeah. They, when they mess up, he's going to, you know, chastise the hell out of them. Especially gonna ball, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be. A, a, a and who's the coach? Luke Walton. Walton, yeah. Oh, so, God. I mean. It is what it is. If he goes to L.A. as it stands right now with no help, I think he's done ring chasing. Luke Wallen's father's the best, though, on TV. Yeah, I never get tired watching him on TV because he just says, like, ridiculous stuff, but it's just funny and out of nowhere random. Houston or Philly tells me that he's not done ring chasing. Even if he shows up in New York. He's not going to New York, though. I think he's done ring chasing. The only way I'm going to New York is if, if Porzingis comes back healthy if uh, they get Kyrie or something and he just comes to New York, but I like I like the the possibility of Kyrie coming next season mm-hmm. after these players have been like kind of developed, kind of Porzingis comes back. I can see him Kyrie coming here. Like they got a young core in the Knicks and they add Kyrie, and then we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, veteran presence. You got a champion. Yeah, and you also got a, maybe a guy that could take you over to the top. Possibly Paul George shows up. If you have Paul George and Kyrie and Porzingis, because nobody knows where he's gonna go. And Frank. And Kevin Knox. Knox. That's not bad. That's impressive, B. That's impressive. With the other players we talked about coming off the bench. Yeah. Beasley, Burke, Hardaway coming off the bench. Or Hardaway subs. See, that's a roster you want. Yeah, that's a roster great roster. Yeah. So you got your big happened. three with Kyrie, George, and Porzingis. You got Frank. You got Knox. Like, there's no pressure for for Knox. There's no pressure for Frank if you have those guys. That's good. I like that. So, we'll see what happens next week. We'll talk more about the other players, about the LeBron Sweet Six, because, you know, next week is when it's officially he's going to be a free agent. So, maybe we'll know by next week where he's going to go, and we'll talk about that. Maybe he'll just keep us all in suspense. (laughs) He's been, like, doing that. He hasn't been on social media or anything. But you can follow me at Morinus10. I'm over at Mr. Mech. And this is all the latest episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. We've been getting a lot of followers from Respect Magazine and other stuff. So, it's pretty good stuff. See you next week. Peace.